Welcome to the No Should Sisterhood, where we break should down and shift from shame to serenity. This is Rachel Ann Brimer. I am glad we're spending a few minutes together today. Welcome to the No Should, No Should Sisterhood. our second mini episode in which I honor a part of myself rarely given a voice on our podcast. She's the version of Rachel who is a French teacher and French philosophy geek. I don't know your life, but I'm guessing it's unlikely that you're going to read many French philosophers for fun right now. So I'm going to share quotes from some of the French writers that I have enjoyed reading through the years. This way I can show you another part of myself and share some delightful nuggets of extra fancy wisdom. Everything sounds fancier in French, n'est-ce pas? And for fun, I'll read each one aloud in the original French before the English. The second quote was an easy pick. I have it as my email signature at work. Here it is en français. Le seul véritable voyage, le seul bain de juvenance, ce ne serait pas d'aller vers de nouveaux paysages, mais d'avoir d'autres yeux de voir l'univers avec les yeux d'un autre, de cent autres, de voir les cent univers que chacun d'eux voit, que chacun d'eux est. Marcel Proust wrote that, the only true voyage of discovery, the only fountain of eternal youth, would be not to visit strange lands, but to possess other eyes, to behold the universe through the eyes of another, of a hundred others, to behold the hundred universes that each of them beholds, that each of them is. This quote is from The Captive in a work entitled In Search of Lost Time. This is often a quote used to illustrate how travel changes you and gives you new eyes with which to see the world around you, even once you've arrived back at your ordinary home base place. This is certainly true, and has been true in my experience, both when I traveled to France and studied in Dijon, and when I visited Paris for a weekend. You change so much from having visited other lands that you come back seeing the world through new eyes. You really do. I could not recommend travel any more highly. If you ever have the chance to go on a trip to a place you've never been to, by all means, just go. I have had the privilege of leading trips with my students to Quebec City on a few occasions and watching their perspective shift as they take in a new land in person is truly an honor. As true and glorious as this all is, and I found it meaningful enough in this journey to new lands and come back changed with new eyes to see interpretation, I found out, upon further research, that the great Marcel Proust was not specifically talking about travel in this piece of writing. He's actually talking about the transcendent quality of art in his original context. He's referring to how a painting or piece of music can bring you to another place, how art can carry you away from where you were moments before. He describes this experience as being transported to a new land. Artists, he asserts, 
have been somewhere else and are actually translating their experiences in these other lands as best as they can into a medium the rest of us can absorb. And thus, by experiencing their art, we then learn a bit of the culture of those other places where they themselves have been. Is that just such a beautiful word picture, just metaphor, just everything? So I'm going to read a bit from the paragraph preceding the famous quote that I read to you above. This lost country composers do not actually remember, but each of them remains all his life somehow attuned to it. He's wild with joy when he's singing the songs of his native land. But it is not the fact then from those elements, all the real things that we're obliged to keep to ourselves, which cannot be transmitted into talk, that ineffable something which makes a difference in quality between what each of us has felt and what he's obliged to leave behind at the threshold of the phrases in which he can communicate with his fellows only by limiting himself to external points common to us all. Rendering externally visible in the colors of the spectrum the intimate composition of those worlds which we call individual persons and which without the aid of art we should never know a pair of wings a different mode of breathing which would enable us to traverse infinite space would in no way help us the only true voyage of discovery the only fountain of eternal youth would be not to visit strange lands, but to possess other eyes, to behold the universe through the eyes of another, of a hundred others, to behold the hundred universes that each of them beholds, that each of them is. And with artists like these, we really do fly from star to star. End quote. What he's saying is that artists transport us to their native lands using the medium that makes the most sense to them to express the truth and beauty they experienced when they were there. They can't remember going exactly, but they can't forget it either. The other eyes that we can see through are those of not only, but certainly novelists, painters, singers, performers, dancers, the people whose live performances or created works can transport us temporarily to a place that makes us feel things we would have not otherwise felt. That is certainly one kind of new eyes, and I honor all of the labor that goes into making something that can transport other people. What this quote means to me now more than ever is this. As I am willing to center other people's narratives and not merely my own, I'm able to see more effectively through their eyes now that I've done much work on myself and, of course, have much more to do on uh, my own journey, understanding the racism in the world and the way my boys are perceived and will be perceived. I can now see, of course, only dimly. I say that because I have not experienced it myself in my white body, but I can see what black mothers feel and I feel it with them to some degree. Of course, I readily admit that my boys are safer because of their white parents. Also, having visited not only France, but also Uganda, and seeing the devastation and poverty and illness that are ravaging these places, and also that there's nearly zero access to good health care or food or jobs, 
and that all this is a direct result, a line easily traced straight back to imperialist colonialism. I can see with different eyes when I try to look out of the eyes of a friend from Uganda and see all the limitations that would be put on me if I was born there. I realize that through no fault of her own and with no choice but to give up or keep fighting forward, she had to survive for her children and for herself. But we don't need to go that far to have new eyes. What about when we decide that instead of judging a woman who's considering an abortion, we get curious about what would make her feel like she had no other option? What limits does she have? What barriers to success? What economic, social, emotional, physical health limits that you yourself may not have to contend with? Or simpler yet, what about someone whose childhood was traumatic in ways you might not have thought to be thankful for missing out on? Their behaviors can be frustrating and annoying, but have you thought about why they are the way they are? Maybe ask not what's wrong with you, but what happened to you? Have you gotten curious and wondered what it would be like to be in skin that makes it so you can't easily blend in? How would it feel to never be able to hide who you are and have everyone notice you wherever you go? That's what it feels like to be my son's. And I can't know how that feels. But I try to ask myself and get curious about it, and it helps me understand them better. Every single person does what they do for a reason. If you see with the eyes of someone whose behaviors confuse or frustrate or anger you, then begin to travel to the new lands that are right here. Parallel overlapping universes, all happening at once living together, but casting our own perspectives out in front of us. We're each projecting what we believe to be true about things onto all that we see and experience. This cannot be overstated. Looking out at the world through each of my children's eyes has radically changed and continues to change my life. Holding the princess more accountable. Offering clear boundaries and expectations served with tons of compassion for my sons whom I met at age two engaging the unavoidable truth of trauma in my son's stories has radically transformed the way I look out through my own eyes at the world Whew. new lands and new eyes indeed may we be transported through beautiful art and music, and travel to physical places that are not our home, and come back changed. And may we travel to new lands using tools of empathy and compassion as we look out at the world through the eyes of others and try to see what they see. Thanks so much for listening, sisters. I wish I had time for a cozy couch conversation over coffee and cookies with each of you. It's my hope that listening to this podcast feels like a travel-sized visit with your big sister. Please come back and visit again. And until next time, remember, 
that it's okay not to be okay. But don't do it alone. Join our sisterhood, subscribe, and share this podcast.